Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Weekend Teacher Podcast. A few months ago, my wife and I met after school in a second grade classroom, sitting in chairs that were entirely too small for adults. We were meeting with our child's teacher for the annual teacher parent conference to discuss our child's progress. As the teacher outlined what they do in second grade, she pulled out a paper entitled Bloom's Educational Taxonomy and said that their goal is to help students move up this ladder of reflective thinking. Well, professional educators from second grade teachers to graduate school faculty understand the value of Bloom's Educational Taxonomy, so I thought we would review what it is and how to use it on this episode today. But before going any further, I need to mention that I'll be sharing here a revision to Bloom's taxonomy that was suggested by Anderson and Crothwell. It varies slightly, but it's more consistent with what I believe about learning. So here we go. Basically, Benjamin Bloom suggests that there are six levels to learning and a hierarchy to educational tasks. At the bottom, or most basic level, students remember. They remember facts, symbols, words, sounds, locations, or any number of details. This stage acknowledges that an initial exposure to content is necessary for students to do tasks such as recognize images, recall information, label items in a list, quote a passage of scripture, or tell a story that they've heard. Remembering is also necessary in order to move to the next level, which is understanding. Understanding what they remember. Here, students can construct meaning from their knowledge. They not only have the ability to identify a symbol or concept, but they can explain its significance. Activities at this level of the taxonomy require students to interpret and summarize information, demonstrating comprehension. The third level is to apply former learning, applying it in a new context based on what a student knows and understands. At this level, students complete tasks or use procedures to solve problems. They're asked to demonstrate that they can do something with their learning. So to review, the first three levels of cognition are remember, understand, and apply. The next level asks students to analyze. This may involve subdividing content into various parts or comparing and contrasting two ideas as students seek similarities and differences between them. At this stage, students differentiate between concepts and attribute characteristics to concepts in order to relate them to other ideas. The fifth level is evaluation. Based on what has already been learned, students at this level make a judgment about the value of a concept, whether that's a piece of art, a philosopher's theory, or a decision. Students critique, judge, assess, and measure as they seek to reach a conclusion based on standards. Finally, the highest demonstration of cognition and learning is to create something new based on former learning. Students here think creatively and synthesize their learning by reorganizing elements into a different pattern or structure. Tasks at this level might include instructions to generate, plan, produce, or formulate something new. So to review in order, Bloom's Educational Taxonomy suggests that teachers can help students remember, understand, apply, analyze, evaluate, and create. But too often we teachers enter class to teach students knowledge and comprehension of a subject, which reflect the two lowest levels on the taxonomy. If this is all we do, we really haven't expected students to do anything except listen and think. We can't stop there. We should expect more. Every other level after the first two requires students to do something with their learning, which means we can't lecture the entire class and expect students in that class to demonstrate these higher levels of learning. There will need to be projects, assignments, dialogue, 
an opportunity for students to do something besides listen and think. So how could you apply your knowledge and comprehension of Bloom's taxonomy in your class this week? I want to give you three ideas. First, create tasks and assignments that require higher levels of thinking and learning. Analyze your existing class material and evaluate whether your methods are helping people move up this taxonomy of learning. If not, create opportunities in class for students to apply, analyze, evaluate, and create. Second, assess students' learning based on higher levels of thinking rather than simply testing for knowledge and comprehension. Now, I understand that test and church Bible class aren't always used in the same sentence. But for those who do find it helpful to evaluate students, remember to give them an opportunity to demonstrate competence in the higher levels of learning, analysis, evaluation, and creation. And third, I want to suggest that we ask questions that reflect these various levels for more productive discussions. At this point, I want to give you some examples of what this might look like. We're going to use the book of Romans as an example. In the creation of discussion questions, you might begin with questions dealing with the lowest level or remember, such as, who wrote Romans? Who are the letter's recipients? Or, quote Romans 12, 1 and 2. Next, an understand type question might be, why did Paul write this letter? Or, summarize the message of Romans. This requires students to know the book of Romans and to understand or demonstrate comprehension. Third, when it comes to apply, you could ask a question such as, How does this letter to a Gentile church inform our worship and Christian life today? Next is analyze. So we might ask students to compare and contrast Paul's writings to the Romans and to the Galatians, offering explanations for the differences in these letters. Next is evaluate. Support or refute this claim. After the Gospels, Romans should be studied more than any other New Testament book. And finally, for create, we might ask students to create a life of discipleship that's guided by this letter's message. Or perhaps more specific to Romans, write a letter to a church, a family, or an individual in another town offering encouragement while reminding them of the gospel. As a teacher, you can use this taxonomy to create quality questions about almost any biblical content. To try it out and practice creating these questions, you might begin with the subject of creation or the crucifixion. These questions will help create a more engaging conversation as you lead discussions with students. And leading discussions will be the subject of the next episode of The Weekend Teacher. I hope you'll join us. I'm Dr. Houston Heflin. Until next time, remember, what we expect of our students impacts what they learn. Remember that you can email me questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes at theweekendteacher at gmail.com. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful in some way, I'd love for you to tell a friend or perhaps leave a rating on iTunes.